Right on your best mix of music in 9.4 Capital FM. It's about 27 minutes to 7 o'clock. Good evening. Uh, it's another Thursday where we come together on The Legal Inside with me, Charles K. Arie. And uh, our usual, again, not around because we'll be expecting him probably on the 14th of uh, uh, of uh, February. That's on Valentine's Day. His name is Mr. Nick Ndeda. But nonetheless, he gave uh, our blessings to myself and uh, my other uh, lawyer, his name is Mutuku Mutuga. Uh, advocate of the High Court. Hello, Mutuku. Hi, my guy. Uh, he, he, he's uh, an enthusiast uh, of many things, including riding motorcycles from Yampaka Mazagu and back every day. <laughs> <laughs> Mutuku, how are you? I'm easy. How are you, my guy? Good to see you, man. And uh, yeah, we missed you last week, but thank you so much for bringing uh, Robbie Chacha. We had a great, great time, by the way. Good to hear that. It's fantastic. fantastic. How was yours, by the way? Uh, I had a good time wherever I was. Yeah. Um, um, I was uh, trying to make sure that uh, the 40 days of uh, January are finally over. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had a good time and I'm, I'm, I'm so happy to hear that uh, you guys had a fab time and uh, you yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, we were talking about, I mean, if I want to do a demonstration, a peaceful demonstration in the city of Nairobi, what do I have to do? And he said, you just go and tell the cops. And by the way, you don't ask permission. You tell them you're doing it. And I was like, hello, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. He said, no, no. Go to the cops and tell them uh, the reason why uh, I'm doing this demonstration is that Mutuko Mutua Advocates has not paid me enough money for me to continue. <laughs> so I'm doing this demonstration on Wednesday. We're going to have all these people. You're telling them. And I didn't know. And, and amongst uh, many other things, by the way, public policies and all that, which is intertwined with what we were talking about. And my boss actually called me later and said, that was interesting. I mean, I didn't know some things because this show is about learning things that we didn't know. So by the by the end of uh, all these episodes, yeah, we need just to admit you straight to the to the bar. Yeah, that would be not the bar that you're used to. <laughs> that, <one. laughs> that will be in order. And of course, uh, in studio we have a guest. And yes. uh, Mutuku, thank you so much for bringing this guest. And I'd like him to introduce himself, tell us uh, who he is, uh, where he comes from, uh, which law firm, who has he sued, who has sued him. Uh, what is he worth? No, I'm just joking. Mr. <laughs> Limutunga, welcome to Capital uh, Thank you, thank you, thank you. Who, who is who is Limutunga? Limutunga is an advocate of the High Court of Kenya. Um, seven years of practice. Um, I'm the managing partner at Liquid Sig and Kiprono Advocates, and um, I have a postgraduate in law, but. Um, my calling uh, is in the Kenyan uh, legal scene, and um, I am happy to be here to share my insights on today's topic, which will be centered around uh, ADR. So, so Charlie, yeah. you know this guy? <laughs> this guy, when we started riding motorbikes. <laughs> oh, he's he, another one. He's another one. He's the another first one. ones. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. All oh, right. Yeah. Actually, I had one before him. Yeah. And oh for, for reasons I can't speak on air, I had to get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> I used to go to Nigeria Law School and everyone would know Lee has arrived. Oh, the noise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't pass through my bajaj. You guys are doing so well. But anyway. Uh, well, God. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, tell us about yourself. I mean, more about uh, your career. Uh, my career has been an interesting one. So... Um, what made you get into law and what we'll be talking about shortly? Um, to be honest, uh, both my parents are lawyers, uh, oh. but they did not influence me. Mm-hmm. In, uh, the platform was there. I was giving the environment to self-nurture and uh, I was inspired by mm-hmm. them. So I decided to take uh, to answer the calling of law. Okay. Uh, yeah. Am- amongst your siblings, I'd like to... Uh, 
any other person in the family who actually does well apart from the parents? Mm, no, I'm the only one. Mm-hmm. I have a younger sister, mm-hmm. but I also do have a, a cousin who's also a lawyer. All right, fantastic. That's yeah. good. So let's get on to it. Uh, that's a lot of law. That's a lot of law. Yeah, by I know. <laughs> 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 and, and when when Mutuku sent me about you, and um, he said we're having this uh, very interesting topic called arbitration. Arbitration. And uh, according to my own research, I just uh, looked at it. It's a procedure in which a dispute is submitted by uh, agreements of the parties to one or more arbitrators who make a binding decision on a dispute. Yes. Oh, sorry. That, that's, <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's, that's just my radio thing. As in, I don't want to go to court, so uh, we get Mutuku Mutua to to come in and, and help us get through whatever we're going through. Yes. What's the advantage of that? In fact, let's start from your own uh, point of view. What is arbitration from you now? So arbitration basically is a quasi, um, quasi-judicial dispute resolution mm-hmm. uh, system. Yeah? Mm-hmm. It is anchored in Article 159.2 mm-hmm. of the Constitution. Mm-hmm. And um, the Constitution says our courts should actively promote arbitration and other alternative means of dispute resolution. Mm-hmm. So aside from arbitration, there is uh, mediation, conciliation, and other forms of dispute resolution which are recognized in our in customary law. So um, for arbitration to exist or to, to have legal effect, it has to be in an agreement. It has to be in writing. Yeah? So two parties, uh, they sign a contract. Um, and they say, okay, if there's any problem that will arise out of this contract, we don't want it to go to the courts of Kenya. We want it to be settled through arbitration. So in essence, what that does, it ousts the jurisdiction of the court. That means if you take a dispute based off a contract that has an arbitration clause, the courts will throw it out. They say, you guys did not want us. We don't have the authority to listen to you. You go to arbitration. So in sum, that is what arbitration is. And the key element, it's quasi-judicial, but the decisions of um, the arbitrator, the award, are binding in law. So after you're done with the award, you take it to the high court, you tell the judge, hello, uh, here's an arbitration award, we are done with it, and you want it to be recognized as a judgment of the court. The effect of that is that you can enforce it. So for example, um, we had an agreement, (laughs) Um, you had paid me money. Mm So we have uh, an arbitration, uh, arbitration proceedings, and then the arbitrator, say, the arbitrator says, okay, uh, I owe you a thousand shillings, but uh, I'm not going to pay you. So once it is adopted as a judgment of the court, I can execute it. That is enforcement. That means you can send auctioneers to me to sell my stuff so that you can get your 1,000 shillings. So in sum, that is the gist of arbitration. It's as serious as court. So as serious as court. Yes, so it is as serious as court. So you and I, we make an agreement, but we have to go to the court and tell them this is what we have done. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Yeah. See, the, the thing but is... But you said something about we can go to the court and tell them this oh needs yes. to be enforced. Yes, after you're after done. After you've done, done with it. it. Yes. What if you have a question now when Mutuku, after that and after we've agreed and all that, then he turns around and said, Apana, Apana, we're not going to court. Even if we went to the courts, you and I, let's find a way to sort out this yeah, well, how uh, is that done, by the way? Because that's what a lot of people are going through at the moment. Um, just uh, clarity on your question. You're asking if, if you have just if you have a dispute with Mutuku, yeah, yes, and you don't want to go to court. We've already done the court issue, uh-huh. and the court has said, okay, fine, we recognize what you two uh, uh-huh. have uh, together. Then later on, he changes his mind and said, no, I'm Let's just settle between the two of us. Uh-huh. Give me my money to attorney. Yeah, 
that's actually unacceptable and it's actually practiced by the court it's called a uh, court annexed mediation yeah. oh yes so <coughs> can i write it down yes please do of course <laughs> we are teaching you yes. we are teaching you today yeah, court. yeah. Uh-huh. court annexed mediation it is anchored in statute um so in essence when they, there are some cases that come before a judge uh, in the initial stages mm. and um the judge looks at the case and then he says um this matter is ripe for settlement so you guys go to see a mediator within mm. 60 days and then come back kama tutakuwa mmekubaliana tutaendelea na court so so Charlie, mm. uh, what what my friend uh, mutunga is simply telling you is mm. uh arbitration you seem it's 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 a form of running away from court process it's 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 a system where i'm coming mm. you hear we have a good relationship we want the relationship to continue working so instead of going to court where it's uh, you have to win and i have to lose in arbitration we all win but sasa mimi niko na swali moja kwa mutunga you know it's not very happy we got a swali ni sawa tanipiga vita lakini so we we've seen um situations in um uh, in criminal law yeah where um a person comes a crime has been committed especially local shago where 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 there are those um, communities that live in a very communal way the masai uh, um uh, the northern kenyan tribes where communities are such a huge part of um, uh, of the existence a crime has been committed and they say we want to solve it as a community we want to arbitrate we want to have arbitration atutaki kupelekea policy What does arbitration say in such situations? Okay, for starters, um that cannot that dispute cannot be settled through arbitration, yeah? Some things in arbitration cannot be arbitrated because number one they are contrary to public policy. But um in essence what my friend Mutuku is saying it's mediation Medi- mediation is what we really want mm. and then they say Okay, tumekubaliana this is what we want to do. And I'll use a good example of the cases talked about, yeah. There is a case that was decided in 2013, it's called the Mohammed Abdo. Ab- Abdo. It's a very famous case anyone who's gone through law school right. has mm-hmm. has had in essence though it's a murder case and um the family of the suspect and the victim they came together they said, "Okay, si tumekubaliana, uh we don't want to proceed, yeah." I don't know what the terms were, but the dpp at that time the director of public prosecution the prosecutor went to court and made an application and said um we want to withdraw the case uh, the families of they've agreed and um the person the person was discharged however hey. however hey. i know okay. tell you uh, yeah <laughs> however i am um I'm a legal purist. I knew that I was going to come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I knew it was coming. And in criminal matters, oh, yeah. it's usually not the victim, it's usually the state against the accused. And I don't I read the ruling it was very short. I'm a little bit critical on it. I don't think that should have been allowed because you see um prosecution and convicting someone it's not only for justice for the afflicted person. It also serves as a deterrence. So if people in for example where that murder happened they know ah, i killed this person see tutakubaliana nitakupatia ngamia 20 and then i'll be done you see where i'm coming from yeah no 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 he, he, i'm looking at the pragmatic side of this thing uh-huh. look at it charlie this way the community has already decided okay um this human being was killed 
he, he's going through a process. process he's gone through a process, yeah. right? Yeah. The community has admonished him. Mm-hmm. He's told, look, um, we're going to give a sacrifice. Uh, sacrifice a blood oath. Yeah? Okay. Given a sacrifice, mm-hmm. right? Then you've given compensation to the other family. Mm-hmm. In, in all essence, it's, 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 uh, all the optics are wrong, right? And then you want to bring in a conviction. Now, as a prosecutor, when you're given this matter, first of all, no witness will ever turn in court. How do you handle that? How is the court going to deliver a judgment without witnesses? In essence, a community is being broken. Yes, a murder has happened. But this community, because of... You, you, see, you see, law does not exist in abstract. It's in reality. Isolation. Mm. It doesn't live in isolation. You live, it comes from a community as well. So, when you bring in such a claim in court, how are you going to sustain that charge? That, that's, that's my only argument. We might waste a lot of money trying to go the whole hog and then eventually this person is acquitted. What's, what value is there? Yeah. All right, Mujunga. Let's marinate on that, Swali. From Mujunga, we take a short break and we come back and answer that one okay. as, we, as matters get deeper and deeper. That's interesting what you said, uh, because you're talking about the feelings and emotions of other parties who are like, why? That's my cousin. Or that's my, you know. Okay, let's come back. Okay, uh, let us know uh, your questions, by the way, what you feel about the arbitration. What is it exactly you're going through that you want to talk to Mutuku and uh, our guest today, an amazing Mr. Lee Mwenye. When in Munoma, sana. I just said that. Thank you. Thank you. Come on, Bruce Lee. Come on, Bruce Lee. hashtag quick one, wakili, hashtag legal. Insider will be back in a moment. All right, here we go again. It's what uh, 13 minutes to the top of the hour and uh, 7 o'clock, of course. Uh, the legal inside every Thursday is what happens. And uh, yeah, we're still here. Uh, Limutunga is our guest today. We're talking about arbitration of Mutukumutua, who's also a regular at Capital FM. And of course, uh, with Nick Ndeda, who's stuck somewhere in uh, Malindi. We know you're coming on the 14th. Valentine's. Valentine's. You're fine, my brother. But here we are. We're talking about arbitration and uh, things are getting high in here. Gentlemen, over to you. Yes, so where we left off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I appreciate your comments, and um, but I can't agree with them for the simple reason that yes, someone has been afflicted, and uh, there's the victim and the uh, and the accused, Wamekubaliana. However, now what stops someone else from committing the same murder with the thought that Nikiwa ah, umtu? See, we'll just go to court and then we say to Mekubaliana na community yetu. Yeah? So my biggest problem is the element of our criminal justice system. A good element is the justice, compensation, and deterrence. Stopping other people from committing the same crime. And that is why in criminal proceedings, I do not advocate for adv- uh, ADR, Alternative Disputes of Resolution. Yeah. Those are my two pieces. Anyway, I, my, my only sentiment will be um, the law and the society at some point need to have a meeting of the minds. Yeah. Anyway, Lee. Yes. Um, I'm seeing, as, and now I'm speaking as a, a commercial practitioner. Yes. Every now and then, we see contracts, we see agreements that have that arbitration clause. First of all, what is an arbitration clause? Yeah. Mm. An arbitration clause is um, it's a paragraph in a contract, yeah? It's basically a clause of what it is that says 
um, any dispute that arises out of this contract, uh, we the parties would like it to be settled through arbitration. So that is the first element. And I would like uh, the listeners today, whenever they get a contract and they see that arbitration clause, they stop and think. This is especially prevalent in um, land, when you're purchasing land or when you're purchasing houses. Unona to your arbitration clause, ujunini, unona sign to. Let me tell you what the reality Please. of it yeah. is. Yeah. So um, when you go to school and the general consensus, they tell us that arbitration is uh, efficient, yeah. it is uh, cost effective, and it is fast. And I wrote somewhere here, it's also private. And private. Yeah. You get the confidentiality yeah. aspect. But now, how can I, how can I, it depends on the value. Yeah. So for if the value of the contract is, um, let's say, one million, arbitration is advisable there. The reason I'm saying this is the cost of the arbitrator. I have a very big problem with arbitration costs. These uh, arbitrators, yeah? How, how, what is the rough figure? So, for example, uh, an arbitrator under the Chartered Institute of Arbitrators, per hour, it's 25,000 shillings. Aye. An hour? Aye. Yes, Aye. per hour. Is, is that, that why is it's an highest. exclusive club of uh, certain uh, people? Uh, that is the highest tier, yeah? And uh, let me tell you why this is a problem. There's a case I did because mm. of confidentiality issues. I can't name the parties. Yeah. Thank you. But um, it was against a certain um, developer. Yeah. Mm. So the nini to memaliza arbitration and then we get the bill. It is ridiculously high. Mm. So uh, I was representing um, purchasers to the property. Mm. Yeah. So we've done our work to memaliza. But the arbitrator cannot release their award because his fees have not been paid. And the reason they've not been paid is because my clients can't afford those fees. Mm. You see the seriousness of that? Mm. And what happens in arbitration, it's usually like the general consensus is you're supposed to share 50-50. You, the uh, complainant and the defendant, you're supposed to split it 50-50. But now, scenario. for example, I've sued Mutuku here. Yeah. Um, you can know the direction of a case. Mutuku atajua ya meshindwa. And then lawyer mutuku atamambia uu silipe, your pesa they won't come up with it. And the arbitrator will not release their word. So what happens, you remember when I told you you have to pay 50-50? Mm-hmm. So in that case, you as the claimant, you have to pay the other guys 50% and then you recover it later. And this cost we are talking is in the range of 8, 10, 15 million shillings. So, so it's a lie when they say it's uh, uh, affordable. It can be affordable, but it depends on the scale of the dispute. Yeah, it's very advisable in commercial contracts because the parties want the dispute to be settled quickly, and they have the capital behind it. Let me throw a curveball. So, um, I remember we signed the SGR contract. Yes, and uh, I remember. One of the things that we had there was an arbitration clause. Yes. So do you think, uh, f- first of all, uh, have you seen that wow. agreement? Wow, wow. I have seen that agreement that was released by the Ministry of uh, Transport. And um, what, what are the, what, for example, uh, where the, in, in the event of a dispute, when uh, we don't pay? Yes, I've like seen we are going to default. I looked at it and I was shocked. The arbitration clause says the governing, the law governing the agreement is are the laws of China. Oh, and in case of any dispute, the dispute will be settled in an arbitration center in in China. 
So what that means, in essence, there's something called the seat of arbitration. The seat of arbitration are the laws that govern arbitration in the country where the arbitration is going to take place. For example, if the seat of arbitration is Kenya, the laws that will govern the arbitration is the Arbitration Act of Kenya. So in this case, China, last moment, China, and that is always disadvantageous because the actual work and service was Done conducted in Kenya. Kenya. So what does that say about our sovereignty as a nation? Okay, correct. Yeah. Um, I don't know about the specifics whether some things c- let me not touch on that. <laughs> however, however I can I can I can Please, I, there's a positive me. note, yeah? yeah. The government of Kenya shifted from having disputes settled by outside bodies. Mm. So right now it is a policy of the government that any contract it enters with um an investor or uh, a supplier, the dispute clause is arbitration of course. But the dispute is going to be held at the Nairobi Center of International Arbitration here in Kenya. Ebu, tell us about that. So the, the center. Yeah. So the center is a center is a center that was established under the Act. It. Um, when was this, by the way? It was in. Um, Just recently. In the last decade or so. Okay. Yeah, it's been there for quite a bit. But the the one that in Ajulikana na inatumika sana ni Chartered Institute of Arbitrators, mm-hmm. the Kenya branch. Mm-hmm. The headquarters in is in. Uh, UK, but there's a branch in Kenya. So that center uh, gets it legit, gets its legitimacy, and it survives because all contracts the government enters into in Asemanga Kukiwa Nashida to Nanda NCIA, and almost kuna konga na Mashida. You know, people complain either it's either late payment, what which is usually the primary cause. So from what I've seen in my practice, um, all disputes with the, a supplier and the government is in Nanda NCIA. And the reason is the cost. You remember when I was telling you uh, about the cost between um, arbitrators, the cost of the arbitration itself? Okay. Yeah, this is between private parties. Now there's another animal called investor state dispute settlement. English. That, yes. Let me define the, the animal. Yeah. 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 Oh, but I love this. Yeah. yeah. Or investment arbitration. Uh, it is en- In essence, it is a dispute between, for example, a company that comes from UK and um, does something in Kenya, and when a dispute arises, it anchors that dispute in something called a bilateral investment treaty, or BIT. Mm. This is an agreement, for example, um, an agreement between the government of Kenya and the government of the UK. It is designed to protect the investments by nationals of one country in another country. But however, this BIT is their problematic. Number one, they are really expensive. I'll give you an example. There is a recent case, Kotec Mining, yeah, versus Government of Kenya. Our government won the case. Mm. However, the costs are ridiculous. ridiculous. Talking about millions and millions of dollars, yeah, it is. Mm. It is crazy. So, um, what is happening, even aside from Kenya, there is a paradigm shift around the world, especially in developing countries. They are getting rid of these BITs. Venezuela, they they got out of ICSID. ICSID is the International Center for Settlement of Investment Disputes. That is where mm-hmm. where investors and um, countries have disputes which is also arbitration. But because of the cost I've told you, South Africa uh, got out of this center. They uh, removed all their BITs because the BITs are in essence they were designed by developed Countries developed, to, countries developed countries for their own to protect their, their interests, interests in 
Are you saying Venezuela is uh, a developed country? No, it's, it's <laughs> developing. It's developing. You know the state of it. <laughs> exactly, yeah? Yeah. But it is countries like the UK, they design those BITs so that they can protect their investments in, in countries, countries that have questionable rule of law. And this is in parentheses. Yeah. But now things are changing. Yeah. So there's a shift. People don't want those things because um, they're expensive. And, uh, you know, people are becoming woke. You know, Africa, we are starting to understand our value. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me ask you. To yeah. 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 But that was a good analogy. So SGR, I'll do my own research about it. I want to find out. Yes, Mutuko. So me and Kiari have mm-hmm. an agreement. Mm-hmm. And uh, at some given point, Kiari says, look, Mutuko, um, certain elements of mine are not working and uh, payment becomes an issue. Mm-hmm. And a conflict arises. So is it advantageous for me to take Kiari to court or sh- is it advantageous for me to settle this matter in other ways if there's no existing co- uh, clause on arbitration? It's always advisable to try to settle things out of court. Yes. That is why I'd as like lawyers... You, Mr. Mutunga, I'd like you to answer that question. Let's marinate on it. we take a short break <laughs> because uh, it's already 7 o'clock right now. It's the Legal Insider. It continues. Good evening. We're back, we're back, we're back. And of course, uh, this show is just on fire. Mr. Mutuku, Mr. Mutunga, ah, brilliant gentlemen, advocates of the High Court. Today we're talking about arbitration. We talked about so many things. I mean, your questions, 0701-9494. Hashtag Legal Insider. Hashtag a quick one, Wakili. And this is to Mr. Mutunga. Mutuku, yeah. the question again. Oh. Our, our uh, story. Our story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can just speak yes. it from there. Oh, yeah. Um, it's always advisable to settle matters out of court, yeah? Um, always you, advisable. Always. And that is why um, we have these things called demand letters. You know, lawyers, they write demand letters and they write them to be terrifying. Yeah? Why is that, by the way? I don't know whether to instill the fear of God in you or miss you, Levi. But yeah, they're uh, supposed to instill the fear of God uh, in you. Yeah, but, <laughs> but you see, okay, okay, so okay. you've done it before, Mutuku. We'll come to that. This <laughs> Mutunga. <laughs> but you see, the whole idea of a demand letter is to enable the parties to have a probability of settling it out of court. But you can't a baro in a storm too. See, I say, matter, mimi, you can't go on a kitchen. What I mean, go on a kitchen to pelekane sasa. You see, oh, so goodness. I don't advocate for. You know, having really scary demand letters. Of course, each case is specific, but it's advisable to always settle before filing a case in court. Yeah. So it's always what, advisable. So what if this it's a situation where there's a lot of bile between the two of you? Because, I mean, I changed Mutuku. Exactly. So there's anger, there's a lot of bile. You know, mm-hmm. how, how do you circumvent a situation like that? Even if you send a letter and I'm like, do you think this letter is going to do anything to me? I know a couple of people who've gone through that and they actually called the lawyer and said, this letter doesn't mean anything to me. You tell Mutuku to meet me face to face and he tells me exactly what he did with my money or my property or something. Mm-hmm. How do you circumvent that? You see, the key element is Mutuku and you, both of you have to want to come together. Okay. If one of you doesn't, then your only recourse is going to court. That is why I'm saying like it's really important how you approach someone. Those demand letters, they're usually the introduction to a dispute a uh, defendant usually has. So, of course, I tell you, 
hata mimi atanichukua lawyer wangu ya instead of anaona barua ordinarily someone is supposed to call mtu and say okay i've seen this case so we have a coffee and then we talk about it let's see if you can settle this dispute yeah oh jesus christ <laughs> so <clears throat> um matters arbitration um we have seen situations where <clears throat> and i think you can give more context to this matter mm-hmm. where an ab- a contract had an arbitration clause mm-hmm. and then it ends up in the judicial system mm-hmm. how does that happen because i think there's a matter that has gone all the way to the supreme court yes so you remember when we started this uh, show i said that um, the constitution places an onus a duty an obligation on courts to promote alternative dispute resolution mechanisms and the first mechanism listed in the constitution under article 1592 is arbitration so if your contract has an arbitration clause and you have a dispute you file it in court the court is going to throw it out they are going to say you go to arbitration ordinarily what happens the other lawyer raises an objection on a point of law and the case is uh, thrown to arbitration the court says nyende ni arbitration mkimaliza murudi nitakuwa hapa yeah so it's really serious the courts actually throw it out and um just to uh, expound on what you've said yeah arbitration is designed to be cheap cost effective and there's the element of finality like finality to the end of proceedings Correct. yeah mm-hmm. so what happens remember when i told you when we had our dispute about tomatoes yeah mm-hmm. we have an award and then we go to the court mm-hmm. to say this is mm-hmm. uh the award we want you to recognize it as a judgment of the court so that yeah. you can enforce it yes so that goes under section 35 of the arbitration act yeah So in practice what happened before 2019 the position was that ikifika hapo there's no appeal. But in 2019 there's something that happened. The Supreme Court made a decision in two landmark cases. New to Agrovet versus Airtel Networks and uh Cape Holdings versus uh, Synergy Credit. In essence the court said uh, although the law is silent on whether you have a right of appeal. Mm? An appeal may lie from the high court to the court of appeal in exceptional circumstances. What See, what's an exceptional circumstance? Yes. The <coughs> funny thing is the Supreme Court did not expound on that. So there's a lacuna in the law. So from the top of my head an exceptional circumstance would be the judge is uh, you know tainted or uh, incapacitated or the decision is so bad that even uh, like it goes against the tenets of justice give us an example of something like that it is so bad like mutuko untachit mutunga untachit even the judge is like apo as a very gray area yeah there are some there are some things that are so common so for example um, our court system uh, has a system um, it's guided by uh, binding decisions So you have to respect the decision of the court above you. So if the court if the if a case is in the high court and uh, the co- the um, the court of appeal has pronounced itself on this matter, the high court is obligated, it has no choice but to follow what the court of appeal says. Similarly, for the court of appeal, it has to follow what the Supreme Court says. So a case that is so bad for example is if a court makes a decision that is against what a superior court has has said has pronounced on the matter but now you see the supreme court shouldn't have done that because it creates problems it's supposed normally in law we have things called tests yeah 
So if the court says it has to be an exceptional circumstance, it must give a test. A definition. A definition and steps that have to be followed by the court. So the, the steps are usually like a sentence, like number one, uh, for example, in, um, for example, let me use a, a stay, yeah? Um, is someone going to suffer irreparable loss? Um, is there going to be injustice? So the, su- the superior court, the one that's above in a patiana is a test. But in these two cases, Aikupatiana. So it's creating a problem. I wanted to say something about that, but then I remembered I'm a practitioner and uh, I've seen another practitioner being told you cannot appear before us. I, I really had opinions on that, but uh, for, for, for now, let me hold it. Oh, yeah. so, so in the same breath, in the same breath, just as a follow-up to that, mm-hmm. what does that say about the investor confidence in our country? That is um, actually a really important. When investors come into a country, they look at certain factors. For example, fiscal policy, taxes. But another important thing they look at... There we go, taxes. Okay. <laughs> 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 oh, God. <laughs> another important thing they look at is the judicial system. Okay, yeah. That is a really important factor for... Investors. investors. Yeah. Do you remember when I talked about the investor states dispute settlement, mm-hmm. ISDS? Yes. I said it was designed by developed mm-hmm. countries to do what? Mm-hmm. For their own interests. Exactly. In their countries. Exactly. Because Even though they've, they've invested here. Exactly. Because they doubt the, judi- the nature of the judicial system in that Ca- country. country. That is why when there's a dispute in such cases, they take it outside the country. Am I making sense? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So uh, to answer your question, if there's a p- if there are, um, there's inconsistencies, it shakes investor confidence. So what was Supreme Court lead for Nyaile Kitu? Me and you see, uh, there was a dissenting opinion. A dissenting opinion is when there are seven judges and let's say one. I say I, mean, I don't agree with the other judges, but because six other judges have said so and so, that is the judgment of the court. So in the new oh, to Agrovet, oh, 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 oh. there was a dissenting... Um, Who dissented? The, the Honorable Justice Maraga, of course. Okay. Um, he, in essence, he said there has to be a finality to litigation. Yeah? Because what is the point of arbitration if it is similar to the court system? In the court system, if you go to the high court, you're not satisfied, you go to the court of appeal ordinary things at the end of the court of appeal because the supreme court is about uh, public policy and constitutional issues but now maraga said if you allow if you open this pandora's box and you allow parties to appeal a decision which is not supposed to be appealed from yeah then it creates problem it defeats the whole purpose of of arbitration see perfect yeah what do you think charlie wow i'm learning so much but uh I'd like you to give us practical analogies of uh, where, like the situation you told us about uh, the two families who came together and decided, okay, we're going to arbitrate this thing. You take this much, you take this much. We are happy. We've forgiven. Everybody has moved on. Mm -hmm. And of course, you'll have an aggrieved Mutuku seated there saying, no way, Bana. No, 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 Mm -hmm. no, no. I'm sure we have situations in this country where you personally has looked at and said, why did you have to do that? I mean, so the question is, what is arbitration and mediation, mm. how similar are they? I mean, yeah. was there a mediation? I mean, I mediate with him or? Yes, that was more of mediation. mediation. So arbitration, uh, as I already said, is a quasi-judicial. Quasi-judicial means it's an alternative of very similar to the court system. Mm. So arbitration for clarity, two people have a dispute, there is an independent arbitrator 
who's the person who makes the the decision yeah based of the law and based of the evidence and facts you've provided in mediation there is a mediator the two of you the role of a mediator is to guide you to come to a consensus the mediator does not propose solutions ebongoja so yeah. between when it's between for example you are the mediator now yes. yeah so it's me and charlie yeah so if you're the mediator mm-hmm. we have to come up with a solution yes i just guide you you just guide us can i give you an example yes so um your dispute is about chickens uh, yeah mm-hmm. and uh, let's say uh, it's about um, you sold five chickens however the law says you cannot sell less than five chickens to someone if you sell less sell less than five chickens to someone it is illegal i as a mediator i'm going to point out by the way it is illegal to sell less than five chickens to someone that is my role as to what you do what you want to do with the it's up to you i give you it's like giving you information and you do what you want with it i'm not supposed to propose a solution i'm only supposed to guide you like it's like when someone has two people are fighting and then you come and say relax relax you know cool down let's figure this out that's the difference between mediation mediation it's guided it's centered around the parties the disputing parties but arbitration it's centered around the, the arbitrator. arbitrator yes so when you're again okay. in the same situation charlie yeah me and charlie are fighting mm-hmm. about uh, the chicken and i don't like this ch- chicken selling story but it's okay <laughs> 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 so, so charlie and me are having um having um uh, a beef of something right mm-hmm. so in arbitration mm-hmm. i'm going to lay down the facts mm-hmm. then charlie is going to lay down his facts mm-hmm. and then you're going to come up with a solution right not a solution i'm going to say what the law says yeah. yeah and you're going to be final in this essence yes ah uh, but mediation itakuwa mimi na chali tutafute solution okay to guide exactly chali umelewa your story uh, you you so so it is easier said than done yeah, <laughs> think, yeah because yeah. I, i'd like you mchunga to take us through this journey mm-hmm. okay there's somebody who's seated right now mm-hmm. in reality right now who people who are listening mm-hmm. probably they have companies they have jobs ama there's a guy who has a nduthi mm-hmm. and he's wondering how should i go about with this because i don't want to go to court mm-hmm. right i want to go through the arbitration way so what's the first thing that i should do should i approach butua should i look for a lawyer who should i call who should how do i do it i'm stuck no mutunga talk to me talk to this guy right now who's listening the first thing to do it's advisable to get a lawyer because unfortunately um arbitration is a bit convoluted yeah mm-hmm. and um the most important aspect when uh, choosing to take a dispute to uh, arbitration or court number one it's usually confidentiality number two cost and number three speed how fast you cost, are let's talk about cost very quickly yes yeah so let me give you an example yeah the highest in uh, filing fees you can pay in court is 70,000 shillings and that is usually for a dispute mutua over 1 million sindio yeah who 70,000 shillings that's arbitration no court court oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah sorry the court yes sorry, uh, normal court yeah through the court now yes now here's let me give you a, a scenario now in arbitration yeah it comes <laughs> so so uh, for you. the center siab yeah mm-hmm. uh, the center for arbitration yes in nairobi So if you have an arbitration clause you say 
okay uh, if there's any dispute an arbitrator will be appointed by the chairman of the chartered institute of arbitrators yes i've written that one down so uh, yeah you remember yeah mm-hmm. so that is in essence having an institution a third party appoint the arbitrator mm-hmm. but that is not free you have to pay the institute 20000 shillings so that you can have an arbitrator you have to pay more mm-hmm. if you want a resume of a uh, list of at least five arbitrators or so. Yeah, because uh, someone uh, who picks the arbitrator, if not appointed, the case manager, mm-hmm. case manager, mm-hmm. you tell us what that is, can sub- uh, submit a list of potential arbitrators to the parties. Yes. Who are these potential arbitrators? So Should they also be known to you? That is the thing. So, because uh, <laughs> it's a question of trust, also. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I, I read a funny case, and I'll Thank just you, tell you after please. this. Yes, yeah. after this, you know why? Because we're taking a short break. It's yeah. getting better inside here, Mutunga. Thank you so much. It's getting better. So, your questions: zero seven zero one ninety four ninety four. Hashtag Legal Insider. Hashtag Quick One Wakili. So, write to them, uh, to Mr. Mutunga, and write to Mutuku himself. And this is Zaki who says. Sikari Mutuku Nikindeda Mutunga, thank you guys for the informative informative discussion on arbitration. This is a class in disguise. He's learning so much from this. Thank you so much, Zaik. Uh, let's take a short break. Uh, and yes, talk to us. 15 minutes past 7 o'clock. This is Capital on the Legal Insider. We're back. The Legal Insider. Let us know where you're listening from. 0701-98494. Hashtag Legal Insider. Hashtag a quick one. Wakili. And our Wakili today is Mr. Lee Mutunga. We're talking about arbitration. And uh, interesting question that came through from, uh, I think it's you, Mutuku, who asked the question. Or is it me? Anyway, let's it's continue you. with it's this it's one. You. Yeah, it is me. Yeah. Now, here's a, uh, I've got this case. All right. Uh, and I was saying here that... Um, uh, uh, if not appointed, the case manager, I don't know who that is, but you'll explain, can submit a list of potential arbitrators to the parties. So I'm wondering, why are you bringing this guy? I mean, I don't know who is he. I mean, I need to know his history, his background. Has he handled it before? How did he handle it? Potential cases, because I need practical an- analogies of where he comes from, because I could be getting somebody from God knows where. I want, maybe I want Mutuku to be there, because I know him, and mm. he knows me. <laughs> yeah. So where do you get arbitrators so, uh, or is it another entity on its own? There's a department of arbitrators. So you've had me talking about these animals called the Nairobi Center <laughs> of International Arbitration yeah. and the Chartered Institute of Arbitrators. Okay. Those are institutions that usually have a panel and list of arbitrators. Correct. So if you... Is it an exclusive club? It, ah, it, it, it has this... It's like some exclusivity to it, yeah? And hence, my biggest issue is the cost, which I'll come to. So what happens? You submit a dispute to the chairman. If that is what your arbitration clause said, you pay the chairman 20,000 shillings and the chairman and our party arbitrator. So in arbitration... I pay him to get me an arbitrator. It's like administrative fees. You're shocked, to th- to No, to the organization or to him? To the organization. Oh, you said you pay him. Okay. Yes. So, like <laughs> okay. so, so, he pay, so he pays, you pay the administrator to show you an arbitrator. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so in, in short, I pay Charlie yeah. to show me Lee and I could go to a law firm and just see Lee. Yes. yes. <laughs> but now you see, and, and, and just before I continue, that is why wow. I said we should be really cognizant of those arbitration okay, clauses. Correct. Because if your arbitration clause says an arbitrator shall be appointed by the parties or if they fail to do so, an arbitrator by one party 
and one by the other party and then the two of them decide the third arbitrator so with by doing that you're removing the institution yeah uh. but if your arbitration clause says the arbitrator shall be appointed by the chairman of the law society of kenya or by the chairman of the chartered institute of arbitrators of course you'll pay an administrative cost me i know mutua let's say mutua is an arbitrator i know many arbitrators so if I have a dispute, I just go to them. Uh, I'm like, would you like to arbitrate this dispute? So you can go to someone individually and say, yes. I'm, I'm Mutunga, I want you yes. personally. So I'll pay you, not the organization. Yes, but now here's the problem. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I'm the one who's proposed this arbitrator. And you, of course, on the other side, you're not going to be comfortable with with that. Because uh, the question of impartiality of that arbitrator, Correct. how do you? How do I know the arbitrator? There's a recent case that was decided, yeah? Uh-huh. Um, the case was challenging the impartiality of the arbitrator. So this arbitrator went at the end of Russia, one of the parties. Mm. And the court <laughs> said, eh, apana, apa. that is uh, sufficient uh, evidence and grounds for impartiality. So he set aside the arbitration award because of that. The only re- time an award can be, in as a invalidity you are setting aside, mm. is um, impartiality of the arbitrator. Uh, the arbitrator acquired nine incapacitated mental health or alienda beyond the powers that were given to him by the parties in the arbitration clause. That arbitration clause is very important. In Apatiana powers to the arbitrator, Mm -hmm. it decides how the arbitrator is going to be uh, appointed. It says whether the parties would prefer an appeal to the court of appeal from the high court. Because the arbitration act in Asema, if people, if the parties agree, yes, an appeal may lie to the court of appeal. But if they're quiet, akuna appeal. It is a very powerful clause. And people have to be really cognizant of it. And they are very common in developments. Mtu wakinunua nyumba, kuna konga na arbitration clause. In fact, I wanted to come to that one. But yeah, finish. Then we can talk about properties and all that. The arbitration clause, yeah. clause and all that. Yeah, yeah. Basically, so, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. that's it. You have to be really cognizant. An arbitration clause is really powerful. Mish diango kuna kitu moja mja ongelea. Where rubber meets the road. Cost. Mm. Let me ask yeah. you because because yeah, you've, yeah. you've been you've been uh, you've been going like this when it comes to cost like this is arbitration more expensive than the normal judicial system? Yes, it is. Finally, Whoa. arbitration can be dumb, can be very expensive, very extremely more expensive. than normal. Just go to court. You remember when I said the filing fees? You're caught in how much? You just pay the court seventy thousand. Now your story, Naisha. Hey. Yeah, that's the maximum you can pay the court, 70,000 shillings. Of course, kuna smaller disputes, you know, 5,000, 10,000, it depends with the case, but the maximum you can pay the judiciary of Kenya in a case is 70,000 shillings. In arbitration, they bill hourly. The 25,000. That is as a, a fellow. That is the most experienced uh, judge, someone who's a professor, I'm not going to mention name, but the elites in the legal society, the senior counsels, the retired judges, owned what twenty-five thousand. But now there is a problem, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. There can be an element of greed. In arbitration, you're supposed to settle the matter quickly. But if this person is billing hourly, and they bill a hundred hours, how much is that? <coughs> you see where I'm I'm going. Yeah. And there, there's no way to counter check whether he actually spent that those 100 hours in doing your in settling the case it's a big problem and if you don't pay him you're not getting your decision and you cannot go to court because you told the court what 
I don't want you, I want arbitration. So you have to be really careful when you choose. You have to have the financial or the capital because litigating is expensive. Watch out cost the arbitrator. You have to pay your lawyers. You have to pay your lawyers as well. So, so you're so damned if you do, you're damned, damned if you don't. don't. <laughs> yes. It, oh, don't, no. Let me not, don't get me wrong. It's a very good, if you get a good arbitrator and uh, someone who's honest and someone who's really efficient, it can save you cost in the long run. Remember when I said it's really advisable for let's say people who are doing construction disputes because yeah. they get into a dispute when attack a kuendelea wa because the the more a project stalls the more expensive it becomes. Yeah. But you see like in some cases for example you, you're buying a house yeah mm-hmm. and the uh, end arbitrator arbitration arbitrator say okay my fees are 350 or 400,000 yeah and you're buying a house for 7 million. When you miss you anasema ah misi lipi tutanifanyia nini? So if you want the decision of the arbitrator to find any lazima ulipe half yake alafu uanze kukimbizana naye baadaye So if you don't have if you don't have the full 400,000 yeah you're stuck It's good if you have money it's bad if you don't That's the gist of it Charlie you're shocked <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Wow all right all right wow yeah. so, so I was just thinking <sighs> Oh uh, because in Kenya now we've already set up a very robust um arbitration system. Yes. I believe um Rwanda has also done the same mm-hmm. with the arbitration center mm-hmm. which I arguably here it's taking a bit of work from here. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm not sure about um the other East African countries mm-hmm. but I also know that Mauritius is really robust with that. Mm-hmm. And uh you're a person who've done a lot of uh, cross border transactions mm-hmm. here the UK UAE mm-hmm. around East Africa um when you compare how do we fare and maybe you can even talk about the cross border practices Good question yeah. by the way Kenya we are very advanced in terms of jurisprudence and in terms of practice let me not take it away from from us yeah that constitution people do not understand the value of that document that document in essence it took us from the dark age to the new age mm-hmm. courts around africa are using the cases of our courts as jurisprudence yeah you remember the decision that uh, nullified the elections mm-hmm. i'm sure no one in this room expected the court to do that yeah yeah so in some our arbitration scene and our legal system it's advanced as practitioners we might not agree with some decisions but it is advanced that is what litigation is about yeah but we have principles that have been set up and i'm really proud our judiciary and our legal practice is not perfect but we are far ahead of our east african counterparts and most um, countries in africa so people should really fight for that constitution it's a really important document it really protects us Okay, you've looked at East Africa. Yeah. So you are simply saying we are we are, we are giants among dwarfs. Yes. So so when 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 you look at it uh, from now the the things that you do in the UAE transactions you've done in the UK, how how do we fare? I just a general out of out of Africa now. Yeah, yeah we are we are not so far off. Um the closest jurisdiction we have is uh the UK because you know 90% of our laws are modeled after the UK case uh the viewers did not know that yeah, yeah. the colonize the <laughs> yes yes yes, yes. Yeah. so we are not that far off and um 
Yeah, we are uh, we are ahead of uh, most African countries, and we are not far off from uh, most. Uh, but those countries, the issues I've raised here of cost and uh, accountability, they don't have that. If 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 you go to a practitioner in uh, in Europe and you tell them uh, the qu- you question the questionability of an arbitrator, either they took a bribe or they were not honest in billing their hours. It's such a strange phenomenon to them. Yeah. Because it never happens. It never happens. That is where I think we are falling short, but we are also growing. I don't want to criticize us. I'd say we've taken two steps, maybe three steps, maybe we take one step back, but what's the net of that? We are moving forward. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Mm, mm, mm. Wow. Now, give us very quickly a, a, a practical uh, example, analogy about two local companies mm-hmm. Uh, in this country, whether recently or not recently, but they had to go through this arbitration issue. Mm-hmm. And what this uh, CEO is seated right now and listening to this show and wondering, what can I do with this guy, Bana? Mm-hmm. What do I do? I mean, just an example, what happened? Because I've heard of stories where uh, companies have had to go through uh, arbitration and they become ugly at yeah. the end of it. Yeah. Um, one of the disadvantages of arbitration yeah, is that the Arbitration Act under Section 10, basically it says the court shall not intervene in matters arbitration unless as authorized by the Arbitration Act. That means... So Butuku and I do not agree? No, like interfere. Interfere. Yeah. Like you see... In the process. Yes, in the process. And the ways the Arbitration Act allows the court to intervene are very few. It's number one, for example, I think section 15, which is setting aside an arbitrator on the grounds I told you, impartiality, impartiality. and uh, enforcement of an award. Remember when you talked about our analogy and setting aside an award, maybe going to the same court and saying this award should not be recognized as a judgment of the court because of so-and-so reasons. Those reasons are listed in the act. There is no room for using your uh, feelings or common law or whatever the act is very clear and that is why i was saying interference from the court is almost impossible so if you find an arbitrator who makes a bad decision then you're you're basically screwed yeah yeah you're stuck with it because even when you go to court the court cannot interfere on the merits the merits is the substance yeah the analysis of the fact of the law of the evidence cannot interfere with the merits of the award, the substance of what that arbitrator said. It can only interfere it to the extent that is allowed by the Act. And I'll give you an example. Those grounds are listed under Section 30, 35 and 37 of the Arbitration Act. Number one is, if one party to the arbitration was not served, for example, that has happened, hasn't it? Yeah, it happens. We, yeah. Call, we call it yeah. we call it sharp practice. practice. <laughs> <laughs> the bed, the that. thorn yeah. in our practice. Oh hey, my goodness. Wakili mashupavu. What? Yeah. So if you're not served with the documents, if the arbitrator is Im- impartial, if the arbitration agreement is invalid for whatever reason, if the arbitration award goes against public policy, those are the major ones. Public policy is an award maybe that uh, goes against uh, primarily the constitution and the laws of Kenya. 
So uh, an example I know bad on the, I, no no I, I have an issue umelewa, umelewa. No, no, I, nimelewa, but I have an issue issue gani I have an issue with the, the last the, 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 the last um, the last element that you've said public policy what is public policy because it keeps on changing every now and then and I look at government all the time they keep on saying public policy public policy yes so public policy is in essence the morals and the laws of the country yeah So if anything goes against the morals and the laws of the country then that is considered to be against public policy. For example, if you have an agreement for distributing uh, marijuana. What uh, marijuana is illegal in the country. So that agreement cannot be arbitrated upon because it goes against what? The public policy of Kenya. Kenya. Yes. That's what I talked about last week with the uh, with church Chacha. Public, public policy. Public so policy. I understand exactly what he says. Yeah. Gentlemen, I'll ask my boss uh, tomorrow to extend this show for 15 minutes because I'm learning so much from you. Yes. Thank you so much brother for ah, coming to Kapka. You're Kapka welcome. Kapka. You're welcome. Now we have you know our database so definitely be coming to Ah, me. you have my number. Yeah, you, no, you will be back. Even yeah. Mutuku thought that he'll come once. I need to be Now he's just he's part of this family. Yeah, yeah. But Mutunga, thank you so much for coming ah, to Kapka. You're And definitely we will have you back again. So mm-hmm. because I know you have so much information because a lot of people are wondering why should I go to court? Why can't I just meet Mutuku and then we have Mutunga mm-hmm. as my arbitrator. Mm-hmm. We sort this thing out and everybody's happy, you mm-hmm. see, uh, privately and all that. But thank you. Yeah, you are. I mean, this is what we call this is an onion. You can't get to the bottom of it. It's mm-hmm. just so much. Mutuku, again, thank you so much, brother. And of course, we'll have you again next week. Uh, whether Mutunga will be here or somebody else, but nah, you're welcome again, Mr. Mutunga. All right, this conversation continues. All right, we're 27 minutes to 8 o'clock. You can see the producer of the next show is uh, asking me to vamoose, for lack of a better word. <laughs> thank yes. you so much, Mutuku. Thank you so much, Mutunga. Thank you for the lady sitter there. She's just taking her. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Right, 0701-984-984. Hashtag quick one, Wakili. Uh, hashtag legal insider. That conversation has to continue. Uh, it continues. Good evening. The best mix of music.